You're listening to the Nice Girls CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Benavidez, and I am so passionate about women and maybe a few good men too, who are ready to live on purpose and make an impact. So if you want to be a leader in the world and build a business that makes a difference, and you want to be bold and confident so you can show up and stand out, then this is the place to be. Ready? Let's go. If you've ever wanted to write a book or even just better Facebook posts, then today's episode is going to be really helpful for you. And I'm excited to have our guest, Danny Fournier, who is going to teach us how to break down our Facebook posts because that's where we show up the most for our audiences usually or other social media as well. And she's going to teach us how to share our information, our expertise, our knowledge, our value with our audience and potential clients in a way that attracts them, influences them, and encourages them to take a step forward in their lives, businesses, whatever it is, and you know, just make us stand out a little bit more in front of them. And she's also going to talk to us a little bit about how to write in book format. So if you're wanting to write a book, basically we're talking about how it kind of starts from your everyday writing. So tune in, grab a pen. It was a fun episode and I can't wait for you to listen. Welcome back to another episode of Nice Girl CEO, where we love to inspire you and get you into action. And today is going to be very fun. We are talking with Danny, and she is going to talk to us about how we can write a book or any kind of writing and really make it purposeful, important, and influential so that we can be more productive with our writing and make an impact with it. So I love it. Welcome, Danny. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yay. And I was totally going to try your last name, but I'd love for you to share it because I do not want to butcher it. <laughs> it's, it's Fournier. So that's yeah. how we can, and everything will be linked so you can reach out to Danny and, um, you know, connect further. But I'm excited because you are a book coach. However, I feel like you kind of have a really nice twist on how you work with clients and how you help them to write a book. So tell us a little bit about your business and how you got started and your really cool background. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, I am from a publishing family. I'm a third generation publisher and I have always loved books and when I got older, I wrote news, but I wanted to write a book. So I wrote my first book and self-published it and put it out and um, didn't tell you when I did it. Yes. And then <laughs> I wrote a second one and it got picked up by a bigger publisher. And that's the one, The World Needs Your Art. Okay. And, and I used a book coach, to be honest. Like, I loved it so much. I was like, this is something I want to do. Um, it was so much easier. I had a friend walk me through it with, like, all the ideas and, like, the how-to and the energy. And we had a deadline. And it was like, boom, boom, boom. It was, like, the easiest thing ever. And that's why I went into it. Nice. Well, I'm going to brag on you for a sec because you said you come from a family of publishers. However, you're a third generation award winning publisher. And I think that's incredible. 
Thank you. Um, I, I have over 1,500 awards. Love um, it. I was the uh, first female publisher in my family. I want to say the youngest, maybe not now, but at the time I was the youngest publisher in Washington State. I was one of the few women to ever be on the board. And it was an amazing journey. And I feel very blessed to have, have done those things. Love it. Another part of your bio, and then we can move on, but I'm just going to celebrate <laughs> you right now. You say your joy is making ideas real. And I think that's really important because so many people don't believe that they have a book in them. And you know, there's those, that saying, everyone has a book in them. And it's, I believe it's true, but it's even more powerful when you have somebody that's just truly on your side to help you bring it to reality in a way that feels easy, safe, and comfortable. And you've helped how many authors get published? 138. It's almost 139 this wow. week. Wow. Yeah. In addition to the hundreds of other writers that, yeah, that I've helped as well in news and in um, other types of publishing. But as far as books, it's 138. So cool. I think that's awesome. I don't know if you watched Jane the Virgin. <laughs> yes. Okay. So <laughs> I'm in love with that show. I've, I've watched it actually twice through and um, I've always liked writing. Like English was my favorite subject and I was always, you know, pretty good at it. I got really good grades in writing and things like that. But watching that made me feel like, oh, I want to be a writer. <laughs> And a lot of her journey is so true. The like, I think I'll write it like this for a while. Oh no, that's uh, a terrible idea. <laughs> and when she puts herself in every character, it's really great. Yeah. Oh, that's fun to know. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to dive in and share some juicy facts and tips and just really helpful ways that we can all take action in our writing. And Danny is going to help us with even Facebook posts and blog articles that we're writing. And obviously, she's going to encourage us to write a book. But either way, it's just how we're going to show up and express ourselves through writing to make it more impactful for our readers, our audience, our clients, and the world, right? Yes. Awesome. So one way that I think is a really great way for people to start writing regularly is to start with the Facebook posts. And if you're an entrepreneur, this is going to be your first point and probably your main point of contact with people, especially in the beginning. So, and it's also something you can become, um, you can use later for your book. So it's not like you have to write a book and your Facebook posts and your marketing, because ideally the posts that really get you noticed and connect with people are the posts that are serving. Mm. You've probably noticed that the the way that people marketing are shifting from telling their story of like, you know, I, I have this problem and now I can do it and so can you to like really working with like living it mm. and then some place of presence writing to where their people are so that we're building connections from the very get-go. Love that. Yeah. So when we're writing the posts, would you start with looking at where are they? And this is this is true for all the writing. It's like, where are they in their in their problem cycle? I don't want to say that, bit, but in where they are, that something that you're helping them with. What what are they thinking? Like, what's really going through their head? For example, if you're a money coach, and 
they might be having not enough money because they don't have consistent marketing or whatever, but it's also bleeding over into their family problems and their stress levels and all of these things are contributing. So you want to address all that, not just want to make more money. Everybody says that it's pretty mundane, but if you start touching on like, Hey, you're so stressed out. You're not eating well. You're fighting with your spouse. You're doing all of this. Like, and what, what's really at the bottom of this is that, your marketing stinks. Let me help you with that. Right. So you're, you're connecting on a deeper level, not making that upper contrived, but when you come from the place of like, I've been there, it really, those are the posts that get the best interaction. Great. Yeah, I, I agree actually. And sometimes I think we're afraid to share that story because it makes us look weak or like we're not that real expert and we just want to show the good stuff, but that's, where we actually really connect with our audience and help them to feel safe and comfortable with us, right? Yeah, we want to feel like that they get us and they've been there, but they're also, I, we all secretly want someone who won't enable us. We know we, we don't want the coach that's going to be like, oh, that's fine. Go ahead and skip your writing assignment this week. It's, it's yeah. fine. It's like, like no, I'm going to make you hold your appointment and you're going to miss your appointment. You're not going to get it back unless there's something going on. But when we can really connect with them, those are the clients that sign on. I do. Um, I just only do high ticket. And for people to trust me and know me and like me and really want to get to work with, we have to connect. So I only write to those people that I, I really want to help because it brings them in and we build relationships over a longer period of time. And I, I work with them for a long, long period of time too. So I find that right. really helpful. Mm -hmm. Right. So I find in the posts, I always try to include a couple of different parts. So you want to address where they are, but then to help to explain, this is what you're thinking. These are like three or four symptoms of problems that they have. Like, this is what's going wrong. Like in the marketing example, no one's commenting, you know, it's up for your mother and point out things that are really bothering them at that point and then offer solutions. I think so many people are afraid to give away too much in their posts. Oh my There's gosh. Yes. No replacement for your actual coaching. And, and people love that because they'll go try something and they'll be like, Oh my gosh, that totally worked. Absolutely. I agree. And, and, and it also lets you just feel free to like, I, it feels good. It feels good to give more, in my opinion, and, and you are safer as a person that's like, well, I have to get on a call with them and they're going to pressure me into sales. Like, that just starts to alleviate that of like, oh, this person's giving. And then you make it very clear, whatever your business model is, that if you're going to, um, how you're charging, you're charging. But to not be that old kind of gorilla, like, here's something really cryptic, then PM me and I'll get you on a call. I'll make a sale, right? Like that doesn't work anymore. And we're all seeing that. Mm. So when you're helping them with something, give them real solutions. Like you think it's this. And what's great is if you call them out on it with this, like you have these, you know, you're, you think it's this, you think it's that. A lot of times people are just not clear about what they're doing. Um, and so they try to stuff all their posts. So what I like to do is every day, just my formula for posts is if I do three posts, 
One is kind of like a conversation starter about something that they really care about, something that's bothering them uh, or something that's going on that they're concerned about in their realm, right? So I talk a lot about um, Amazon bestsellers because they have their place and book coaches who do that. Um, I work with people who are trying to do more traditional publishing or that at least know the difference in okay. the beginning. So I talk a lot about that. Yeah, that's a good example of like, there's kind of that post about what's going on in the industry. So we're educating them still and letting them talk. It also increases your algorithm. The second type would be to really talk about, you know, there's things we don't do well enough as entrepreneurs because we want to focus on them, but we need to remind our audiences all the time that we have awards and that we have real expertise and that we've done the work and the results that we're having because really it does it does evaporate fairly quickly and no one new to your feed is going to know what you did last week. So presenting that in a way of like, look, I've won 1,500 awards. I know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I know you do it too, right? It's, gotcha. it's important that we talk. Yeah, what we're doing. I agree. I look at it as celebrating our wins. Yeah, absolutely. And it, I think that we don't do that enough in a way that gets people on your side. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, a way to do it. Like that's just, if you introduce yourself, that's how you would introduce yourself. The third type of post that I think is really important that we don't often do is to actually ask for a sale or to ask for a call to action at the end of like, just bare bones. This is my, for me, it would be like, here's my coaching program. This is how I walk you through it. This is who it's for. You know, I, um, I have a three month program. It costs X dollars. It's you and me sitting down once a week. We write through everything. You have a plan. And then I help you create the book that you're really excited about. And that's why everybody finishes. Right. And then just message me. We overthink our posts sometimes. Like that middle post is the one people get most confused on. It's like, how do I really give a value post? Well, you, you see someone you validate their problems. They're not just your clients. You get them as people. We forget that a little bit. It makes a big difference. I have a quick question though. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you say, I love the three posts. I wrote down conversations, celebrate and CTAs. So it's like the three C's of how to write posts. (laughs) Yeah. Did you say you write three posts um, a day or that's just um, the three types of posts that you generally write? I in general, do three posts a day. When I'm launching courses, it's six. Okay. And this is on Facebook profile or business or a mix? I do everything through my profile and that's just me. Um, I find that I share them to my page. I share them to relevant groups with or without the call to action, depending on their rules, because that's When you know that you're not afraid to share those posts to people without the call to action, you know, you've, you know, you've written something of like, Hey, this is really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I actually use my profile too. And I do, um, I co-facilitate another business coaching group and we, we also teach our clients to do that. And I know there's a fine line about, you know, Facebook guidelines and rules where you can't really sell Um, But there are ways to show up and share what you offer, what you teach, and just, you know, what you're about without breaking those rules, right? Yeah. And and I think 
there is that fine line where you have to make people for the longest time I was incredibly like I love books and creativity and people didn't know I did coaching because I never told them hey I do a one-on-one 90-day package or I do a month boxer you know and you could leave the numbers off that's just a personal choice I just always like to be upfront with people that Mm -hmm. it's expensive and there's ways to work with me but that way there's no gorilla sense to it but you can get yourself into trouble if you're linking and I I feel like that changes week to week um so you just need to be aware of what but when you're building interest in what you're doing people message you I get messages all day long right like how do I fix my book? What can I do? What can, you know, what do you have come up for classes? Do you teach on this? You know, what are the publishing? Cause I have a small press as well. Like, um, what does the publishing arm do? Those kind of things, because yeah. we're always talking about it. Cool. Um, that was kind of a selfish question because I teach a lot about content and, you know, visibility and how to make it all work. So I think that was just kind of selfishly validating some of the things that I teach as well. So thank you for that. <laughs> well, hardest thing for me has been to um, eliminate some of the goofball stuff, which mm. I really consider like that does make a difference. I will say the only comment I've had is when I stopped sharing, I still share my family stuff, but I put all my personal content in my story. Like I went okay. hiking this weekend. Here's my dog. Here's my horse. Uh-huh. That's just a personal thing. But I found that once I did that, it changed my engagement quite a bit to be like, Mm, yeah. So I was focused. People know it's, you look at my page, you know exactly what I do. Right. I love that though. I mean, again, I think that's exactly what we teach our clients and, you know, a little bit of personal is mixed in, but we're on Facebook to grow our businesses mostly and, you know, stay in touch with maybe family and friends that are not local. But if that's your purpose on Facebook, then you need to make that very clear. So people know how to connect with you further or why to connect with you further. Yeah. And you can let your personality shine by language choice. Like one thing I tell everybody is when we start books or whatever writing form they're doing is to write like you actually speak. Yeah. There, you know, like you can be a little more formal because writing is more formal, but if you don't curse all the time, um, or if you curse like a trucker, mm-hmm. which is your choice, just let people know that in your writing so that when they get on a call with you, they're not surprised. Be the same person. Be, I'm a little formal. I have a lot of education. I tend to use big words. You know, some people have, I've had people comment like, wow, why well, use big words? I'm like, because I use big words. You yeah. Know, be who you are. <laughs> be, just be who you are. And if you're casual and you're, you're very Bali free spirit, be that girl, you know? Yep. If you're formal and you really like professional crisp language use that language that will attract your people so much faster than trying to be like you know looking at someone else's style even if you love the way they write figure out why you love oh it's the connection they have a lot of feeling how can I have feeling that will make it really authentic yeah love that so good thank you so much that was so helpful um I do want to talk about how to post about sensitive subjects because I know you mentioned that we would chat about that. And I know that for my listeners and people that are in my Facebook group, that's actually a huge topic. And, you know, they actually have these sensitive businesses and, but I think it's going to be really helpful even for people that are in quote unquote, like normal businesses or like, you know, the more uh, mainstream businesses, so to speak, um, to just talk about things like even how we were talking about 
you know, sharing our own wins, like that's even sometimes a sensitive topic, but let's talk about how we can post about that in a way that is bringing awareness and also being able to not drag everyone down because it's like a sensitive or negative topic. Sure. Um, so I think the very first thing is I'd have a little bit of a waiting period. So, so there's two types of times. When we write about sensitive subjects, sometimes it's because we're triggered and we're like, I got to share this. And it's really important to take one step back because I'll share my own experience with the ones that I write about. To take one step back and say, now I'm going to make this about them, okay? And why, why you want to do that? Because when you, if you have a personal experience that, say, was really rough, um, I saw an entrepreneur once who admitted to letting some assault go on in her business while doing mindset coaching. And I was like, wow. And it tanked her business because what she thought was a vulnerable share was a more of a moment of needing to be seen. Mm. And when you got content to like, and you can simply as a hack, flip this from me to you, rewrite your whole story of like, you know, I hate it when this or whatever, or whatever, and then say, when you're feeling this, when you're doing this, you're putting it, you're taking yourself one more step in the healing. So for example, we see a lot of suicide posts or talking about suicide or people have had experiences with it. This is one that was close to me and I'll share a personal experience about, I wrote about after I published my book about when I had gone to the ocean because I was feeling like I didn't have a reason to be on the planet anymore. Mm. And it was tough. And I, I mean, I had a, a beautiful life, but a lot of things had happened. And so I was like, I'm going to find, I'm going to go talk to the ocean. I drove a thousand miles <laughs> and I drove to the ocean and I was like, I need to reground. And I need to sit here until I get in touch with myself. But the way I wrote that post was like very, I had this vulnerable moment and I drove to the ocean. It was very dramatic. It was heart wrenching to read. It was heart wrenching to write. Mm. And people reached out to me like, are you okay? I'm like, this was years ago. And I thought, oh my God, they think I'm suicidal now. And it was the way I wrote it. Cause what I wanted them to know is that when you're desperate, like, and that I was this in this really vulnerable place that my life has, was going in a very bad direction that I wanted to go and connect to nature. That's a very different post than writing about your assumed suicide, you know, like, uh, you know, thoughts or, Let's go to, um, I have a, a client who does a lot of writing on sex mm -hmm. and it's <laughs> just this shift gears. It's all about sexual energy, sensuality. When you take that to what it means in a greater context, when you take it out of yourself, it has a very different effect. It lands in a different way. So that's why we're finding those posts about people who like, I had this really traumatic experience. Don't really, they don't get clients. They get sympathy. They might have identification, but in most cases, even if you're super healed from it and it was 10 years, if that post is like 90% about that experience and what it meant to you, it's not going to land in the same way of like, I once was a person who wanted to die because I wasn't creative to now I have a six figure, you know, looking at seven figure business. That's a totally different kind of feel. Does that make sense? And oh yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's sharing a bit about your story, 
but always bringing it back to what's what happens now, right? And how you've been able to overcome or how it's turned into a lesson and a positive thing. Well, and, and for other people, because sometimes mm-hmm. when you read them, if you, if you read a post and you feel gross afterwards, that's how they feel. And I hate to say that, but we have seen so much of it and it doesn't really resonate into clients. It might resonate into friendship, but it doesn't necessarily create the connection that we want. And as we're looking at it's got to have the next step in the healing is, is my, my general point about the sensitive subjects. There's so much behind these because trauma is a great one. Um, I saw a beautiful post about triggers. You know, people like to talk about triggers now. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was um, someone firing back about triggers. Like, you know, there's someone like, trigger alert. I didn't get my Starbucks. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's rough, right? To someone who's like, hey, trigger alert. Yeah, I'm triggered. And it was about her daughter dying. It was a beautiful post about here's a real trigger. And it was so gentle because she's done enough work around it to like, it was an eye opener for a lot of people writing those trigger posts that like, wow, that's beautiful. It's, it has a grounded feeling. So when you're writing a post about stuff that you think is going to upset people, and this is what I think what you're saying about sensitive subjects is when it's talking about upsetting people, are you activating trauma? How are you triggering them? And we do have to be sensitive about this is that, but when you're coming from a place of healing and a place of grounding and a place of honoring and validating them, it makes them, those are the ones that are like, oh my God, someone gets me. Yeah. Someone understands me. I want to work with this person because she is going to walk me through this place I'm in to another place. And you know that those have different feels. So I, that's why I encourage people to like, just sit with it for a second. And if you change everything from I to you, does it read better? Very helpful. Thank you for that. I think that's going to help a lot of people. And and I think it also opens up our eyes to when we're reading other people's sensitive subject posts, how to understand it in a different way too. That's really cool. Oh, I was going to say, it's a big subject. And I think it's, um, you know, you can watch trends of, of people wanting to, how much to expose, how much do I tell people about my story and still refrain, you know, like a, retain a sense of professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, a couple things that I wanted to talk about before we are done is two. So two things. So one is you have a writing academy that's coming up in January. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and what we can expect or how to find out more information and be in the know of that? Sure. I will start promoting that um, mid-December. So it, what it is, is it's a 12-week writing course as a group coaching course. So some people really thrive in seeing other people. I love community because you get ideas and it can really help with the loneliness idea and like going through it together. Plus deadlines are huge for people. So it's about how to write your book in 90 days in a group coaching format. It makes it less expensive than doing the one-on-one, but you still have the same program. There's just more of the showing up in the group and, and posting your writing than doing a weekly appointment. And I am really excited about it. Um, I only offer it once a year and the last one was just fantastic. Love it. 
Well, that's exciting. So if you're wanting uh, to write your book and just getting support, stay tuned and be on the lookout for that. That's coming soon. And in the meantime, Dania is actually sharing her book in digital form with all of us. It's called The World Needs Your Art. I've got a copy of it already and I've read most of it and it's fabulous. So, you know, tell us just a little bit about it without giving too much away. And that will be linked in the show notes. So you can go download that for yourself as well. Yes. Well, when I went to write it, I wanted to make a combination of the artist's way meets the Chopra Center with a little bit of humor about how to get your creativity (laughs) going on a, like a simple, easy, bite-sized way to get going and whatever kind of creative projects or just to live more creatively. It's a great guide for that. Yeah, it was beautiful. And, you know, in the very beginning, or I I forget how early on, but in towards the beginning of the book, you talked about, I think it was like about our powers and how we're responsible for showing up. And you talked about (laughs) Spider-Man. I love that part. And, you know, like there's books out there about the alter ego effect. and, And I've had clients that really have created their own alter ego. You know, there's different coaches that talk about it too. But I just think it's really important because especially how you talked about Spider-Man himself, right? And Peter Parker. And I feel like a lot of times I am that normal, boring person. Like I love to just chill at home in my leggings and t-shirts and socks and, you know, just kind of like be a mom and take care of my home and my husband. And, but then it's like, there's something else that's inside of me that I can't ever ignore. It just like always comes up. And if I'm ever not being creative or doing my podcast episodes or showing up for my audience and clients, like I can feel it inside. And I think that's what you're talking about, this responsibility to the world to live on purpose. And that's what Nice Girl CEO is all about too. We have to show up and live that purpose. And I loved how you explained it. So I wanted to share that with you as well. Oh, thank you so much. It is. It's even more I go along this journey is I see we're just infinite possibilities. Mm. We have so much more to give. And every time you think, oh, I've done it. This is it. Then you're like, nope, this is just the launching spot for new greatness to come out of you. But yeah, you you have this responsibility to share it. It's a gift. Absolutely. Um, not to talk, uh, I'm not going to like, you know, throw religion out there or anything like that, but just my own personal story is there's this song that we sing at church. Part of it says like how God calls me deeper still. And that part just calls me every single time because every time I think, oh my gosh, like life is so good. I have a great relationship. My faith is strong. My kids are healthy. Business is great, but it's like, okay, but that doesn't mean that's it. What's next? How can you go deeper? And it's just in every way. And I mean, not, not that I don't sit and rest and reflect and enjoy the moments, but it's also, okay, now we grow again. Now we expand more. Absolutely. Our soul is here to expand and evolve and do more for others. And I love the quote from the movie always. I'm not sure if this is in the book, but it's anything you do for yourself is a waste of spirit. And I think at some point that becomes very, very true because we do, once you hit that place where you're comfy, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. it's beyond me. It's now, and, and you, that's when you transition truly into leadership is like, it's now I'm fulfilled. How can I share more of this bounty with more people? And what I've learned in a way that it just explodes and it's exponential. It's amazing. I totally feel you on this. Yes. Exponential. Love that. This has been incredible. I really appreciate you showing up here and sharing 
this information with us and, um, you know, just new ways to think about how we're writing, especially like you said, our posts on Facebook or any social media, because that's where we're probably showing up the most and interacting with our audience. So this was huge. And before we sign off again, everyone can connect with Danny on Facebook and also via her website, get your download um, of the world needs your art and all of that will be linked in the show notes. So please connect with her and start that journey with her as well, if that's something that you're ready for. But before we go, what is one action step that we can take today to move forward with our writing? Well, I, I dare you to take Ooh, love it. and take and apply this to your post is like, take one thing that you're a little bit scared and you and are a little bit scared to say about like, well, the truth really is and say it with love, this is what you're doing, this is what's really happening, and here's how we can work through it together. Try that post, see what happens for you. So good. And if you're really, really ready to take on a challenge, maybe tag me and Danny so that we can go see what you wrote and give you some love on that post as well. Yes, yes, I love that. Fantastic. Well, thank you again. I'm grateful for you. And I love that we were able to chat about this today. And just thank you so much for being a guest here on Nice Girl CEO. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Awesome. All right. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd love for you to write a review and share it. Also, be sure to connect with me in my Facebook group, Social Impact Squad, and follow me on Instagram at NiceGirlCEO. Hope you have an awesome day. Go take action in reaching your goals, and I'll see you next time.